very sweet mommies. This is Sherry Hayes. I'm the mom of 15, been homeschooling over three decades, and I have a website called momdelights.com. And today, I want to bless you with something that will add to your life. So go ahead, you can wash dishes, you can sweep the floor, fold the laundry, whatever you need to do, and just listen as we dive into the good life in Jesus. So last time we were talking about don't quit. That's God's word for me for this year. I mean, I see that everywhere. Don't quit. Don't give up. Don't give in. I see that everywhere. I see it in, uh, I see, I read it in books. I hear it in sermons. I see it in something that I've heard a hundred times and it'll just come out. Don't quit. Don't give up. Don't give in. So that's God's word for me this year. And I actually saw it in uh also in a movie that's just come out called the boys in the boat and i tell you what i haven't seen a good movie like that in decades i don't even know how that thing escaped hollywood <laughs> it's so good and um it, it, you know there's there's i think there's one cuss word maybe two in the whole thing and it was bs and that was it and the rest is just it's just there's no uh, illicit sex in the whole thing there's no nudity not even hint well maybe the wife suggests to the husband that they enjoy each other, but th I mean, there's no nudity, um, and that's you know that's in a within marriage, crazy, right? And there's there's nothing, there's nothing crazy, and there's none of the current tendency towards you know craziness. They'll just put it that way. That we see, there's nothing like that in there. It's just a good movie. It's a feel-good movie, and you could take your kids to it, and you, especially your young men. Your young men would really get a lot out of the boys in the boat. So, just a recommendation, just something to think about. But anyway, I'm seeing that everywhere. So that's what we talked about last time, and this time we are going. Oh, oh, I also wanted to say this. Some of the commenters on my last video or something, they were talking about. Um, I need to make a video on how to be put together, like keep yourself looking put together as the mom that's the queen of a really busy home. <laughs> and I, at first I thought, wow, because I've never really been a girly girl, you know, that concentrates on only that. But um, I've, I have kind of a, um, a philosophy that God's given me on that part of my life. And I thought, well, I could just share that. I mean, it, it may bless you. It may, you may be far beyond that, and that's okay because I don't consider myself to be an expert. There are like the, the daily connoisseur. She really kind of goes into style, and she's very sweet. I really like watching her videos. And there are others like that that you can watch on, on uh, YouTube. I don't claim to be to that level, but I kind of have a practical view on personal appearance for a mom that has lots going on. So I think I will be able to share that. Of course, that'll be after our current series that we're doing. And I'm using this book, Glorious Mothering, that I wrote a few years ago as our spine for that, or our outline. And so that's what I'm going to do today. I'm gonna continue with that today. And I'm go we're going to talk today about how, something that can steal your motherly joy. Remember, we talked about how God has given mama's joy. He's promised us joy to be the joyful mother of children that's our promise if you have children then you can be the joyful mother of children some of us that can't have children we can still be a motherly influence to others and that's something that is kind of interesting to go into sometime okay so 
today we're specifically going to talk about comparison. So, comparison can steal your joy, absolutely. Okay, so I'm going to read what, it's just a, like a paragraph out of this book, and we're going to explore it further. Okay, by comparison with others is one of those things. We can all fall into the trap of thinking that others have it easier, or do things better, or are more normal, quote unquote, whatever that is, right? Or holy than we are. This can cause us to put demands on our family members, even our, ourselves, and God. For more finances, for different behaviors, for a different place to live, etc. And then those behaviors are the behaviors of those around us. I'm not saying that God won't want to change your behavior, but sometimes we will start putting demands on others because we're not looking perfect like this other family. Like, you know, if you, if you go on uh, uh, the Discovery Channel or whatever, you know, um, you know, real life kind of thing where you see, oh, that's how a family should be, or why don't we do that, or whatever, what have you, for whatever family. And so that comparison can get you thinking. Now, currently, we have a, um, a, a situation where everybody thinks that, well, I'm not saying everybody, but the current trend, whatever trend it is, you know, there's all different kinds of trends. There's a current trend that everybody has to bake sour bread and milk cows. And I mean, I love watching like the homesteading, homesteading videos of the ladies that do these amazing, wonderful things, right? Or you have the farmhouse thing where your whole farmhouse is just this one way and only white and brown and gray and that's it. And that's okay too. I love those videos too. And I love those ladies. I love their hearts. But what if you don't live that way? What if you are in an apartment building someplace? You know, my daughter, who loves Jesus and loves being a mommy, and she's a stay-at-home mom, she lives in South Korea. <laughs> and her husband has provided her this amazing apartment. I mean, it is amazing for Korea. But it is an apartment. And she's a few floors up. And she had, I think, think there's three buildings in her complex. And um, down below, they've got like this park-like area. I mean, it's really, really nice. But it's an apartment. You know, she's not going to be able to milk a cow. And baking bread in Korea is kind of like a thing. There's not a lot of bread people. They're mostly rice, right? <laughs> and if she bakes bread, her husband goes like, oh, that's okay, but that's I'd rather have some ramen. <laughs> and so in her situation, if she was going by the trends and comparing herself and then she wouldn't do very well. Like, like for one thing, in Korea, they don't really do antiques, you know? And the, there's an Asian style that's very clean lines. And, and, you know, you don't do a lot of the classical European look. And so if we were to compare, if she were to compare her life with some of these ladies online, she could get very discouraged, even though she is serving the Lord at home home, loving her family, she prays over them, she tries to walk with God in a very close way, even though that's what she's really doing. If she were to compare herself with the American ladies that are living for the Lord and doing all these things, right, then she could become very discouraged. But she's not discouraged because she's not comparing. Understand? All right. Now, uh, don't live your life by 15-minute famers. <laughs> Does that make sense? Even the good ones can disappoint, especially be wary of those the press makes their darlings. I mean, there was a time at which uh, there's, a, there's a very large family that the press was all, they were drooling over this family, and everybody wanted them on every magazine and everything. And then 
they found some of the cracks and the crevices in which happen in every family but because it was in this family oh my goodness the scandals and the oh my oh and everybody like oh you know and now it's just they don't get positive uh, attention now they're getting all the negative attention so and, and another thing too what worked for that family in that situation it doesn't necessarily mean it'll work for your family and you need to be listening to God for your family okay um, one thing that uh, I would like to share, you that, share with you this this little thing that I think of okay so sometimes it's not just that we compare ourselves but other people are comparing us with like the best romanticized picture like when they say oh you have a large family and you homeschool so do you do this and do you have that and what about this are you like this family and that? so they will try to they will try to compare you and why don't you do this I had one person like okay so we have this large family and they said well you know this large family over here they do that do you do that you know this why don't you do that like this other large family okay and what you say to that is you just in your mind be polite and in your mind you say whoopee ding doo da day okay that's what it is because God hasn't given me those children that husband that situation God's given me this one okay now there was a preacher one time and he stood up and he was very intimidated when he preached and he had a good message but he was so intimidated it was like he was apologizing and speaking to all the people that well I have this message but this is what these people say and this is what these you know he was concentrating on the negatives and instead of putting forth the positives of the message God gave to him and after the service an older man came up to him and he said you remind me of a runner running a race and all oh, there's hecklers up in the stands. So you're supposed to concentrate on the lane in front of you and just run with all your might and not pay attention to anything else. That's the way you win. But instead, you're saying, "Hey, wait a minute!" They're saying, "You're not running right. Put one foot in front of the other. Why do you? Why don't you put your knees up higher?" And you're like, um, "Hey, listen, I'm doing the best I can." You know, they're, so they're talking to the people in the stands. They're trying to give them advice instead of concentrating on the race and when you do that you don't win because your focus is not on winning your focus is on answering your critics you can't do that way then that's when you say whoopee ding do da day <laughs> that's what I do okay if you compare your life with Jesus you will never go wrong that's the only comparison we have. Well, of course, Paul said, imitate me as I am an imitator of Christ. Now, there are some situations in where, where you need a mentor or someone to look up to, and that's not bad as long as you don't romanticize or idolize that person, right? Don't make them something they are not. Get the good that is from Christ and then emulate that. That only. Okay. Now, there is a prescription for this type of thinking, something that will keep you on track because the only way to overcome comparison is by com contentment, right? What does it say in 1 Timothy 6, 6? Cont okay, godliness with contentment is great gain. So if you can be godly and content, you're like rich, right? And also in 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18, we'll read this directive. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18 says this. Rejoice always. Good times, bad times, wonderful times, hard times. Keep rejoicing. Thank you. Oh, I'm so happy right now. 
because your life has been hid with Christ and God. You died. That's what the Bible says. And your life is hid with Christ and God. Okay, pray without ceasing. Pray all the time. Man, just take every opportunity all through the day to pray. And verse 18 says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So rejoicing, praying, and thanking is God's will for you. <laughs> you know, say, I don't know God's will for my life. Well, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and give thanks in everything. That's God's will for you. Hmm, something to explore, something to think about when you're thinking about this subject. So I hope that blesses you today. I hope that helps you. And as we are going through this day today, let's give our hearts and our minds to being content with everything we have. Not trying to change our husband into that golden husband that everyone else seems to have. Not really. <laughs> Not trying to make sure that our home and our kids look like that person on that YouTube video. But looking at our home and our children and our situation from the viewpoint that this is what God has blessed us with, let's make the most of that. And in our contentment, we will be able to be more creative with what we do have instead of worrying about what we don't have. <laughs> so I hope this has blessed you today. If you've liked this content, you can get more of it by podcasts that I've done, by YouTube videos, and my website, momdelights.com. There is a blog and there are freebies, all kinds of homeschool freebies that you can take advantage of. And if you could, to help this, these videos and these podcasts go out to more people, if you could like and subscribe on YouTube and maybe leave a, a five-star rating and maybe say something, a comment someplace, and share with your friends and family. You can subscribe by email to my blog posts, which I try to put one up for the videos that I do, and that way people can get the content in multiple ways. And thank you so much for all your patronage, and thank you for so much of your support. I love your comments. They make my day. You guys are such a blessing to me. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.